Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. The Tuesday edition of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex dot C A, Alberta's number one owned and operator place to buy office technology and software. It's 106 in Edmonton. Ongoing uh, provincial political coverage coming up throughout the course of the afternoon, including major announcements on the uh, provincial cabinet front. Stay tuned on 630 Ched for that. You can continue to text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Five Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, momentarily, we'll re-engage Mr. Specter, Mark Specter, on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at same number, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. Uh, Mark Specter's appearances on orders now are brought to you by the Horse in Horse Racing Alberta. Catch the Alberta Breeders Fall Cup October 2nd at Century Mile. It features seven races for Alberta bred horses only, plus live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday. Just before we go to Mark, uh, KDK Texas says, Bob, if Arizona and Florida have operated for as many years as they have, Quebec City can definitely support an NHL team. The TV revenue would be recouped through the Canadian National and Regional Broadcast Agreements as well as the merchandise revenue due to a large increase in fans willing to spend money on their team. Large markets are great if they care. If they don't, uh, uh there's a real opportunity for some others. And formerly living in the South and working in the sports industry, I uh, can state all of the above with confidence. So he's basically saying those markets in Arizona and Florida don't care. And, I mean, we've been there when there's been nobody. at the, In Arizona, there's this, it's as loud for Oilers goals as it is for uh, Coyotes goals. And this text comes in from Cactus Jack on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I think the Specter Stoffer segment on Oilers Now should be renamed Asses Full of Wind. Uh, paying homage uh, to uh, Mark's uh, mother-in-law. All right, Speck. Uh, there you go. Asses Full of Wind. Uh, some have said it. By the way, I did some quick math. Now, I, I haven't been able to 100%. Did we ever get the final totals uh, from the NHL uh, and ESPN in terms of what ESPN's yearly spend is on their new deal? Oh, don't ask me, Bob. I look that stuff up. I don't clutter my mind with it like you usually do. Yeah, uh, four hundred million is what the Athletic reported when the ESPN deal was announced. Four hundred million a year. TNT in at about two hundred and twenty-five million on a seven-year deal. So that's six hundred and twenty-five million. Of course, your company spec is in for north of four hundred and twenty-five million per year. 
Okay. $5.2 billion. Yes, and, and my theory on this, Mark, has always been the seven Canadian teams should get that $425 million. And then the uh, the 25 American teams can share the $625 million. That's how I think it should work. Yeah, well... Unfortunately, if you brought that up to the Board of Governors, uh, you'd get up numbered uh, yeah. 25, 25 to 7, Bob. Funny how that works, eh? <laughs> so, uh, Quebec City, uh, we're in disagreement there. I, I think it could work. Uh, again, and I don't love, uh, I mean, I, I think Rene Levesque had a good idea. <laughs> Except I think we should vote on them instead of them voting whether or not they stay. Just It should be like Survivor. Uh, I'm having fun with you. Uh, Bob, tell Mark he is nuts if he thinks he can't make money in the Quebec City market. The region population is 800K, and it serves uh, Lac Saint-Jean. There you go. There's your community college. Uh, I dropped uh, – what about you, Spec? Did you drop French when you were at university? Because I did like three times. Yeah, I never took French at uni- university. No, I did not. For some inexplicable reason, my daughter, who started university this year, she's taken Polish. I haven't quite figured that one out. Wow, that's cool. Both my kids went through uh, French immersion all the way, kindergarten to 12, and they can both speak French. Yeah, uh, I muddle along, and that's about it, my friend. I, it was weird. Like She got uh, she was in the 90s last year in grade 12, and they told her she, they wouldn't let her do entry-level French. Because of what she'd been, I don't, I don't get. I don't get that. Who knows with the university these days? I don't know how that works. Uh, anyhow, back to the texter from Rolly in E Town. Tell Mark he's nuts if he thinks he can't make money in Quebec City. Rolly says 800k for the region population uh, that serves uh, Lac Saint Jean and other areas to the north, similar to Edmonton, a second team in the province with twice Alberta's population. They still sell Nordique's merchandise more so than many U.S. markets. TV, of course, they'd make money. That one comes to us from Rolly in E-Town. So what do you think? Uh, and again, text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, Saskatoon deserves a team more than Quebec City. Look how successful the riders are and how many Hall of Famers are from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan's population is 1.17 million. Uh, for the entire province. And I think football is different from hockey, and I'll tell you why. Because I think you can drive in, what, eight, nine times a year for football from yep. all around the province. It's a little bit different when, when I, like, I, I think Quebec City would have a, just, there, there's just simply more people. There's 8.4 million people in Quebec. There's only 1.17 uh, million in the province of Saskatchewan. So, And there's only 275,000 in Saskatoon. So, uh, you know, listen... Any one of these formulas we're talking about here is about is about whether you can to make money in the National Hockey League. You got to be able to sell all your boxes. It's not about filling the nosebleeds with guys who pay eighty bucks a ticket, right? Most you know we can do that. Everybody can do that. That's not where the money comes from. The money comes from guys spending you know whatever a half a million bucks to rent a, a box for three years or whatever those numbers are it comes from guys buying loge tables at 30 g's a year or whatever they cost i don't even know but my point is it, there needs to be a, enough big money in your town to pay all those huge bills right and sure you can fill in the other eight thousand seats with guys buying it seat by seat and sitting in the nosebleed that's fine but that's where i would question a place like saskatoon is there enough big money in that market right to sell 32 boxes you know i'm not sure there is uh glenn is bringing it today not only would the quebecois support another franchise the ownership could be handled by 
the Kielberger brothers. They're great at getting sponsorship money. Maybe the team office could be located in uh, Papineau. Margaret Trudeau could be the president. Cheers from Glenn. <laughs> I look. I'm serious. Those games. I'm I'm serious about this. I'm 100 percent believe Quebec City could support a team. I okay. I'm and so you and me have a disagreement on this. I just I Mark. There's that that like the passion they have for the game. Like we've discussed this and we've discussed the numbers before. There was a period in which players out of CJEP in football were overrated, and the then Edmonton Eskimos drafted a bunch of those guys, and players out of the Quebec League were underrated, where they were seen, oh, well, it's a softer, which was complete, like, and, and there was a, um, eventually a market correction, just like now. I mean, you have a WHL spec with 22 teams for about 9 million people, and the Quebec League's got 18 million for 8.4 million people, right? And so logic dictates if you do the numbers, well, maybe the strength of the Western League, like when the Western League only had 12 and 14 teams, it used to win the Memorial Cup two out of three years. But it expanded to 22 teams and stopped uh, having great success at the Memorial Cup to the point that I think the last three or four Memorial Cups, the Western League hasn't beat a team from the other league. Uh, the last good team that went to the Memorial Cup out of the West was the Kelowna Rockets with Settle and Morrissey back in 2015. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is, to me, it's numbers. It would work in Quebec City. I, I really, and the, the passion is deep. Those battles of Quebec, Mark, that was my second favorite rivalry behind the Battle of Alberta. Like when Montreal used to play Quebec City and you had the Stashneys, oh, oh, yeah, the yeah. hockey was unreal. Yeah, very passionate, very emotional. It was it was fabulous hockey. Lots of fights, uh, some really good players. But you know, it's a, just a different world now. You're never gonna. I mean, that hockey's gone. It's not coming back. So I guess we can end on this. As soon as I see some people in Quebec starting to rally the NHL. As soon as someone's meeting with Gary Bettman, as soon as as people are are trying to get audiences in front of the Board of Governors, then I'm going to say, there's a rich guy who did the economics, and he thinks it can work. And I'm going to believe him, because it's probably going to be a Quebec-based owner, and they're going to know the lay of the land out there, and they'll have done their homework. You and I can speculate, and that's great. makes radio. But until that guy and his accountant from Quebec City stand up and say, we can do this, I'm not going to see it getting done, and I don't see that guy standing up right now, Bob. Cactus Jack adds, Bob, Houston or Kansas City long ahead of Quebec City, and that is back what we do believe as well. Sure, and there you go. Those are two big TV markets with way less hockey fans, but way more big money. More big money. So that's where we go with our league. It is a business, my friend. Shane in Saskatoon says, Bob, FYI, uh, Saskatoon population about 325,000 now. We don't need a team, though, says Shane. We have the Oilers. Go Oilers. There you go, Shane. Well done. Way to bring it. Stafford Spector on Oilers now. Spector, we've got 45 minutes. You talked about three sort of... uh, storylines during the course of the season, right? So you, 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 you brought up Duncan Keith, you brought up Zach Hyman, you brought up Cassian. Uh, I think Cassian will be better uh, this year. I think he's – I wouldn't surprise me if he got, you know, 10 to 15 goals during the course of the season. Uh, I, Hyman's going to have a – Hyman's going to be a good ad, and I think that Keith's got some screw you in his game. But when I come back, I'm going to ask you, all right, how many positions in training camp – are they actually going to be battling for? Because you might have a surprising answer when we return. 116 in Edmonton, this is Oilers Now. 
Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks, Ryan. Welcome back, everybody. 118 in Edmonton. Uh, RH a couple weeks ago at the Canadian Derby had uh, his horse uh, win the race. Specs written like a column. What the, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. What's the name of uh, Nugent's horse again, Spec? Uh, infinite patience. Infinite patience. Well, now you know what it's been like working with you on and off for about the last 18 seasons. Infinite there patience. Go. There you go. <laughs> Mark, just be patient for a second. We're going to get into the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Uh, injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, Trent Brown, of course, a all-star member of the then-named Edmonton Eskimos. It was good to... Uh, bump into Jay Hamilton, who played at the U of A, like Trent, and also uh, was a member of the Eskimos back in the uh, mid-1990s, uh, mid to late 1990s, a very an excellent running back in uh, what was then known as the CIA. You also saw Kevin Martin, whose contributions to curling have been significant over the years. Jason Shamara was there. Don Spring, a guy that uh, I think one of the now 14 former Alberta Golden Bears that went on to play in the National Hockey League. Don Spring uh, would play with the Winnipeg Jets. Saw him yesterday out of Blackhawk at the Special Olympics Golf Tournament. Uh, with our injury update report, here's Brendan Escott. Uh, yeah, Flyers forward Kevin Hayes had abdominal surgery yesterday and uh, is expected to miss six to eight weeks now. So, of course, all of training camp and then about the first month of the season. All right. There you have it, of course. Dmitry Samarukov out six weeks, broken jaw on Saturday night's Prospects game against the Flames rookie. Uh, got run over by Walker Dewar, stepped up on him, and Dewar had some momentum going and uh, clattered into him. So he will be out a while. All right, Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. How many battles, legitimate battles, are there in training camp? Well, not many when you sign your team up the way Ken Holland has, right? Yep. You know, let's define battles. Like, I've got on right wing, I'm going to put Pugliarvi on the top line. Then I've got Yamamoto, Cassian, and Archibald, and I'm not sure which one so of them. So there's no battle there. you got your four right wings. They're on the team. They're on the team. They're battling for where they play, but they're on the team, Bob. You're exactly right. Your centermen are set. McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, Derek Ryan, and uh, McLeod. So no battles there. you got your four C. I got 4C, and you got Hyman and RNH and Fogel. Yeah. And so I guess in the forward ranks, I got a battle at fourth line left wing Bingo. and the extras between Devin Shore's making the team. Yep. Devin Shore's making the team. They didn't sign to a two year deal? Yes, they did. So Okay, so take him out, call him the fourth line left wing just for fun. So now we're looking at the 13th forward between Tyler Benson and Perlini. Yep. We have a battle, Mark. We have one battle in training camp. That's it. We know who the seven defensemen are going to be. We know who the two goaltenders are going to be. Sorry, we do. That's just the reality of the situation between, like, you know. I think so. There's a, there's a, I mean, you got Benson, Perlini, Turris, and Seager. How many forwards are they going to keep? 14? Maybe, depending upon how, uh, and we're going to get Hart Levine on from uh, uh, Puckpedia here to explain the numbers. Uh, he's going to come on the show Thursday. Tomorrow, by the way, we're going to have Ken Holland on the show after he does his media availability. Uh, start a training camp thing at 9 in the morning. Ken's going to join us around 1235, I think, tomorrow. Hart You've got to have 14 forwards, Bob, right? They can go 14-7-2, and two, or they can go 13-7-3, and three, or they can go 13-7-2, and two, or maybe 13-8-2. and two. They can, Those are their options. 
options. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Who knows? I, I'm going to say a traditional setup is a 14-7-2. and two. Yeah. So you've got Benson, Perlini, Turris, and I'll throw Sevier in there. He's a last-place guy because he's on a PTO. Uh, they're fighting for two spots, so four guys. Benson, Perlini. Turris, if he shows anything, he's going to stay because he's making money. I got news for you, Spec. I'm keeping Benson on the team. I'm. He's okay. got to clear waivers. I think he gets claimed. I think a team like Arizona or maybe Buffalo uh, mm-hmm. would look at Benson, look at those numbers over the last three years and say, we just got to give that. Like, if you're the Oilers, right. I think you got to have Benson here for the first three months of the year so you know what you got. Okay, and you put Perlini in the minors and see if your goes just wherever he goes. Let's see what happens. Yep. Uh, on the blue line, it, it's Nurse and Barry, it's Keith and CC, it's Bouchard, third pairing right side for sure. And then for the for the the third guy on the left side, Bouchard's uh, tandem guy partner. Yep. You got Cuckoo, you got Russell, and I'll throw Broberg's name in there. So one of those guys is going to be on the ice on opening night. One of them's going to be in the press box, and one of them's going to be somewhere else. Broberg's going to be in the minors, probably within a couple days after the official roster. I mean, maybe. And again, it's the way you finagle the numbers. Maybe you justify having Broberg on the active day roster at the start because you want to deploy the cap space for cleft bomb. Yeah. And someone gets Mark, hurt during camp. There's there's eight defensemen there. Someone might get hurt during camp, Bob. You might Robert yeah. might have spot on that in that lineup. I think Lagason. I think Lagason would have a. I just I know what I saw at a Broberg on Saturday, and he's got some special talent. But he puts himself in some tough spots on the ice. He's going to need some time in the farm. Okay, and is the, is the league and the PA going to come out and announce that they're going to have a, uh, a special twenty fourth spot on the roster for a third goalie? They should do that. I think teams really liked that last year in terms of off days, right? Your your stars, you could have two goalies at practice and your starter could get some rest. I think people really like that around the league. Yeah. But it's another full-time job. So if they stay, let's say it's Staylock and he's in that number three position, are you paying him NHL money Well, he's up? Well, he's on a one-way deal. You have no choice. Well, he's on a one-way deal, but let's say teams that let's say you brought up a guy in a two-way to fill that spot. Uh, do you have to pay him NHL money? Does he, when, accrue, is this does just crew NHL time? This becomes a CBA thing, Bob. Is what I'm trying to. We get talked to. about this two months ago. Has this become more of an issue? Are you hearing something in the last week on this? Well, I've just heard that the that the league is being lobbied by some GMs to do this, but it's not something you just snap your fingers and do. Well, right. Again, it's a, it's an amendment of the CBA. Obviously, the the NHLPA would love it. It's another job, but times thirty two. Yeah. But it's an amendment of the CBA. It doesn't happen overnight. The two teams that should be lobbying the hardest are Edmonton and Calgary. You know why? How come? Because their farm teams are in the U.S. Vancouver, where's Vancouver's farm team now? Is it not in BC? Yeah, they've moved into Abbotsford. Right, and Winnipeg's in obviously Manitoba. They got the Manitoba yeah. Moose. Uh, all three Ontario. Well, uh, the Canadians are in Laval, and then the Leafs are in Toronto. And uh, where's Ottawa? They're in. They they're so they're much. Spec, you know this guy. Uh, you know who the mayor of Belleville is? That's it, Belleville. No, who's mayor of Belleville? Mitch Panchuk. He used to work on our Golden Bears basketball broadcast with John Sexsmith. You, you must have remembered Mitch. He was at the university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mayor of Belleville. I like that. I asked him, how in the heck? 
did you pull that off? But no, Mitch was always a very, uh, he was in a politics. So he, he went to go, actually, I think he went to go work for Boston Pizza. And a couple of years later, went into city council and ended up becoming the mayor. So he's actually the point guy on Belleville's deal with Ottawa. Small world, <laughs> there eh? There you go. So, so there you go. Anyhow, so Edmonton and uh, Calgary should be pushing the hardest for for having that because they've got the most problematic scenario in terms of getting go- Now, that said, now if you're vaccinated, uh, as long as you have the the negative test when you as long as you, if you're vaccinated and have a negative test when you come back into Canada, you're good to go. Like Yamamoto was on the ice yesterday, he got into Edmonton on Sunday. Yeah, no, you can. It's it's much easier now. The travel is always going to be a pain getting from Bakersfield to yeah. Edmonton, but certainly the COVID situation. By the time we get going here, that's not going to add any extra time to the trip. So it's more. It's, I think it's for for hockey people. It became more of a chance to rest your starting goalie. Sure. And people, the coaches love it, but again, it's not. It's a much bigger than that. It becomes a CBA issue, and that's why I don't see it happening for the start of this season, Bob. Mark, great stuff. Can you join us on Friday? Absolutely. Friday we'll be uh, immersed in uh, day three of camp. I'm quite looking forward to, to tomorrow. We get Ken Holland. We get uh, a few players, and uh, let's get after it, Bobby. Mark, we'll uh, see you down there tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Rise and shine, big boy. All right. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Catch the Alberta Breeders Fall Classic. It'll take place October 2nd at Century Mile. It features seven races for Alberta bred horses only, plus live thoroughbred racing each Friday and Saturday, post time 6.15. There is an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough payments or interest rate that are too high or a vehicle you may want to sell refinance or trade in for something different go visit uncle melt rich johnny and the gang at brent ridge ford or call them 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com he has to have been the most popular politician in the province of quebec that's ever been on orders now george larocque coming up after a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.